You are listening to The Happy Gynecologist with your host, Amanda Miles, MD. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to The Happy Gynecologist, episode number 94, Resentment. (laughs) How are you guys? I've been thinking about you guys all week, um, and... I think that I have really been enjoying the last couple of days of feeling better. Um, the COVID really kicked my butt, and I didn't realize that even even last week I still wasn't feeling that great. So I am definitely back uh, to feeling much better, and I just want you to know that I'm grateful for all of you guys out there listening, and um, you know, hopefully you guys are staying healthy as well with this newest type of COVID, um, but I'm always thinking about you. So I hope that you are well. If you are not, um, I'm sending my my best positive thoughts your way, and I hope that you recover very quickly. So today, before we get started, I have a few things to tell you. Um, so the first thing is, is that the August group for the Happy Gynecologist group filled up really quick once enrollment was open. It completely booked out. And, you know, that's because we have to keep the spots limited. Um, and so so for you guys that are out there that missed out, okay, on the August group, I I hear you, okay? I... I'm sorry, and I know that we will get you into the next group, okay? And I have figured out a way to make sure this happens, okay? <laughs> so you guys can have first dibs. So if you were like about to enroll and then and didn't make it in time to get one of the spots, okay, you can get dibs. All you have to do is go to my website or shoot me an email, okay? So you can go to my website, coach-miles.com forward slash enroll, And all you have to do is enter your email and that's going to add you to a priority enrollment list for the next group. So you will get a chance to place your deposit first because I will essentially, I'll send you an email before anyone else knows that, um, that the deposits are open. And so you'll get first dibs. Okay. So if you're interested and you were really, you know, like sad that you missed out or you definitely want to be in on the fall group, definitely go and enter your email or shoot me an email um, to amanda at coach-miles.com and just say that you want to be added to the priority enrollment list, okay? And I'll get you added. So it's okay. It's all going to work out. <laughs> We're going to get you in, I promise. <laughs> so um, remember too, if you didn't miss out and you're really hoping to get in, there are still hours of free help from, he, from me here on the podcast. Um, but there's also a lot of free help on my website if you go to the free resources section. So um, I'm going to put all these links in the show notes. So coach-miles.com forward slash free resources. Um, and you can enter your, your info so you can get like instant access to my free mini course. Or if you scroll to the bottom of that page, you can get access to the hours of the webinars I've posted there. The Coffee with Coach replays are there. Um, and so there's still a bunch of help to be had. Um, and you can always, I've had people that say, I've re-listened to your podcasts and I've gone back through and I learned something new every time. Um, and, and it's so funny because it's so true. Like it's like our brains, if you're listening in a way where you are um, looking for help or looking for solutions, and then it's like your brain is like looking for the answer or looking for the help it needs from each episode, even if you've already listened to it. So you could definitely consider re-listening too if it's been a while since you've been through a few of them. So, um, so definitely check that out and definitely get on the list uh, for priority enrollment if that is... Um, if that describes you. Okay. (laughs) It's going to be all right, friend. We're going to get you in the next group, I promise. Okay. All right. Today, I want to talk 
about something that really came up a lot for me whenever I was burnt out. And I can definitely see like if I maybe I find myself working a little too much or, you know, kind of not like getting burnt out, but like slipping back into it, you know, the the ways of the past for me, right? And so because guess what? Like I still like to get an A plus. I still like to be a hard worker, okay? Um, I don't like to do that so much that it burns me out or drives me to the ground working so hard, right? But I I still find myself enjoying work where I will then uh, take on more or work too much or work late or something like that. You know, if I find myself doing that, um, and this is one of these things that comes up and that is resentment, okay? I can like see my brain like trying to work a little too much and then if it does, then like having resentment is like one of the first things that comes up whenever I'm like, okay, this is a sign that I might be working too much whenever I start um, having that resentment. And I'm going to explain why because resentment is actually kind of a more complex thing, okay? And so I'm going to go through all of that today, okay? And so, you know, back whenever I was burnt out, I, you know, at that time, I think I just thought that, you know, things weren't fair, right? Like everybody else had it easy and I had it hard um, or that I was just like the only one that cared. That was a common thing that I used to think. And I, it, nothing was fair, like in my brain. And I was really angry about that. But now, like looking back and knowing what I do after spending, honestly, spending a lot of time working on practicing feeling my feelings, right, Um, and identifying how different feelings feel in my body, after a lot of work on that, I actually know now that that was resentment. It was like this like frustrated, angry, unfairness kind of thing, right? And so I want to, I want to kind of dive into that because I think it's super important whenever it comes to burnout because I think that resentment can come up more whenever you are kind of in that place of your primitive brain because resentment comes from comparison and comparison is something we do on a very primitive level to know if we are fitting in with the tribe or the herd or you know with the other humans right Um, we want to be a part of the group because there's safety in numbers it's good for survival so we want to compare ourselves to others but we also want to stand out because we want other people to to like us and respect us or revere us or admire us right and so we like compare ourselves all the time whether we know it or not and I think that that's a very primitive primal thing and so um, I think that resentment can come up whenever we are in our primitive brain you know we're burnt out because of several reasons but one of those reasons is because I think whenever we are in that part of our brain we are comparing ourselves to others a lot I think and so Brene Brown she talks a lot about resentment um, and she says that resentment is a hidden envy right? So it's a hidden like desire for what someone else has. So a hidden envy that's related to a perceived unfairness. Okay. And she says that we often experience resentment when we fail to set boundaries or if we fail to ask for what we need. Okay. And so a lot of times that's not, it's not something we do consciously, right? Like we are not like, like, you know, failing to ask for what we need, like, 
Like, I'm not going to ask you to pass me the salt, even though I really need it. So now I resent you. Like, it's not like, it's not like something we are choosing to do usually. Like, it's just something that, that is kind of going on in the background, right? Like we are doing it unconsciously. And so how this really would show up for me was in a few ways. And one of those ways was like, like maybe I would be trudging through clinic and it's 4.30 p.m. I've got four patients roomed, four more in the waiting room, a million notes to do. And I see my partner um, leaving for the day. <laughs> and that that used to be like, I don't know what. It would make me so frustrated with my life and with with work and with myself and with him um, whenever I was super burnt out. And I have to tell you, like, my partner, whenever I was burnt out, whenever I had a partner, um, he then left uh, to move closer to his family. But he was like the most amazing person. <laughs> so for me to like have this like such a resentment for him is like it's so laughable right now because like looking back, I'm just like, why would I think that? Right. Like I had these thoughts about about him that led to me resenting him. OK. Um, and so it would be like I was like in the trenches, like drowning <laughs> and I see him like grab his briefcase and walk out for the day and, you know, would say like, see you tomorrow, Amanda. And, I, and I'd be like, yeah, see you. And like as he left, you know, like inside I was like dying as he left. <laughs> And I only laugh now because I just was so miserable in that moment. And, you know, this can happen in a lot of other ways too, of course. But um, that was probably the biggest way for me that that I would start to feel so resentful. And I would I would have this thought like I'm the only one here that cares or I am I'm the only one working my ass off here. Right. And I would just have all of these thoughts that would lead to me feeling resentment, okay? Or like maybe this thought, maybe you've had it like, hmm, must be nice to not have to not have to stay late. Must be nice to not have to work, <laughs> right? Other people don't work nearly as hard as I do, right? I would have these thoughts and like these thoughts are shitty ass thoughts, obviously, <laughs> right? Like none of these thoughts are helping me. I know that, right? At that time, I didn't know that that was what was leading to my resentment. I thought it was because he was leaving and obviously he, there's something wrong with him and I'm the only one here and it's so unfair. (laughs) So I'm laughing because it's just like me even saying this out loud is, is like, I just, it kind of blows my mind that that's kind of how it was in my brain whenever I was in that place. I was so burnt out and it's like there's something wrong with him um, because he's leaving at 4.30. Like, he's not a good enough worker, right? Like, that was kind of the implied thought. It's like, I'm I'm the only one here working my ass off. It's not fair that he is going home. But then, like, it also comes with this, like, there's something wrong with him for doing that. Like, I'm judging him. Um, but then I started, would start, like, judging myself, right? Like, so from that place of resentment, not only would I compare like my work ethic to his, I would then tell myself, like I would compare myself to him. Like I was the hardest worker is what I would tell myself. And at the same time, I would beat myself up for like not doing it right or not figuring it out or not being the same as him. Like I wanted to like in that comparison, in that moment, I wanted to be like him. I wanted to fit in with him. 
but I also wanted to stand above, right? Like I wanted to stand out, but like, so that's how comparison works, right? Like whenever we compare ourselves to other people. (laughs) So I do a lot of comparing and despairing whenever I had that resentment. Those were my actions, right? And at the same time, I would like tell myself so that I would feel better, like, well, I just have such a good work ethic and I am the only one around here that cares. So I, I have to take care of these people, you know, like I would have this whole story about, about how, you know, it was this like, like superhero type thing, um, that I was doing. And it's almost like that's, that's what I told myself almost so I would feel better about working more, right? And at the same time, it was also kind of a way to, um, to avoid the uncomfortable feelings I would have if I was working less. Because I had all these beliefs and thoughts about how I needed to be working hard. And a good doctor does work hard or a good doctor does stay late or a good doctor doesn't say no. Or they add on the three people that call and need added on that may not be emergent. Or um, somebody has to see all these patients, right? I can't Um, not serve this community who will take care of these women, right? This whole story of how I had to be the one, I had to be the hero or no one else would um, kind of, kind of was part of the spiral into burnout. Okay. And so, or definitely was part of the, you know, burnout spiral. And so I think that, you know, from that place of those beliefs, you know, it helped me keep working harder to tell myself that story. Okay. I knew that I didn't want to keep working harder. Obviously I, like Brene Brown says, it's like this hidden envy, right? I envied that he was leaving at 430 and I was not right. But to leave at 430 and, and go home and be with my family and rest was against my beliefs, essentially. And that's a really uncomfortable place for us to be in whenever we are doing things that do not align with our core beliefs, okay? And these core beliefs are things that we are taught, either growing up or in our training or both or whatever, right? And so I think I've shared here with you is that like, one of my core beliefs was that to be a good person, you had to work hard, right? So like, we, we, you know, had to work hard to be good, to be loved, whatever, however you want to say it. Um, essentially, you know, being, being lazy was a very bad thing in my house, you know, um, and, and resting in general was seen as being lazy whenever I was growing up. And then the same thing in my medical training, um, it was seen like if you were seen sitting down as a resident, like if you were on L&D and you were sitting in a chair and you weren't actively doing something, you were called out and you were, you know, labeled as (laughs) not a great resident or in trouble or um, lazy or something, you know. Um, And, you know, so, so those core beliefs deep down are what drive us to take a lot of the actions in our lives, whether we know that or not. They're very, they're very deep usually. So sometimes it's hard to, to even realize, but those core beliefs, instead of me saying, well, I want to leave at 430. I'm going to leave at 430. You know, how can I make that happen? No, my core beliefs were that I needed to like work and say yes and be a good doctor and everybody needed to like me um, and see me as a hard worker and, and a good doctor. And so I, 
couldn't leave at 4.30. Like they, those two things don't match up. So then I had a lot of resentment because Bernays, like Brene Brown says, it's that hidden envy related to that perceived unfairness, right? And we experience it when we fail to set boundaries or ask for what we need, right? And I would hate to ask for what I needed, which was, you know, less patience. <laughs> Honestly, less patience is really what I needed at that point. Because me being honestly, later on, on my own, and seeing 30-something people a day and trying to juggle the deliveries and that, and surgery and all the things and being on call so much, I needed less patience is what I needed. But I couldn't ask for that because I had this belief that I needed to take care of everybody. And so, but there was that resentment there too, right? Like if I'm taking care of everybody else and I need to take care of me, there's a ton of resentment that started really, really building um even, you know, as uh, kind of as close as you can get to the rock bottom of burnout that I've spoken about, um, that resentment just built and built and built. And like, you know, it just, it was due to this kind of um, unfairness in in my brain, right? Or this kind of mismatch between my beliefs and um, what I really wanted or what I really needed even, right? And so, Whenever we deny our own needs, right, for rest, you know, whenever we deny those, that's when we feel the resentment, right, or whatever that is we need. So it wasn't coming from my partner's lack of work, but my lack of rest. (laughs) I felt resentful because I envied that walking out of the clinic at 430, right? And so it wasn't necessarily that thought of like, I'm the only one working my ass off here, it had like this implied, and I wish I wasn't on the end, right? Like that thought is like a loaded thought, right? Like it's like a sarcastic thought, like like the sarcastic thought of like, must be nice not to have to work, right? Um, because I really wish I wasn't, right? Like something like that. Like that thought isn't, isn't, it has hidden meaning, right? And so a lot of the resentment thoughts have that hidden meaning for me. So I'm only sharing this. You guys know I share like overshare um, every week because I want you to know that like this is a very normal thing, um, that this there's nothing to be ashamed about, um, but that also like I'm not perfect. <laughs> By no means am I perfect. None of us are, okay? Um And so I like to be very, very real with y'all, okay? And so I like to share with you my struggles. Um, And so I think that, I think that it's helpful for y'all to know that, like, this amazing partner that I had, I had these terrible thoughts about. (laughs) And a lot of that was driven, you know, it's this, like, cycle, like, the being in the primitive brain made me compare more. So I would have more of these thoughts. And then these thoughts would lead me to feel more resentment, which really drove a lot of my burnout, okay, along with everything else. But anyway, so I want you to start thinking about that, okay? So where do you feel the most resentment in your life, right? Like where do you find yourself feeling that way the most? And it may not be at work, right? It may be at home, Okay, because let me tell you the other place I felt resentment. Um, I felt a ton of resentment whenever I was um, nursing the twins and back to work. And um, my husband was on summer vacation because he was a teacher. 
<laughs> Let me tell you, there was a level of resentment there because I was having thoughts at that point about how I'm going to work and nursing the twins and doing all this stuff and you're off for the summer, right? And then the implied thing was that, and I wish I was too, right? It's like, I want that break too, right? Like that's the hidden meaning there, right? And so, but we don't want to, we don't want to admit that, right? Like nobody, it's like there's a part of that thought that we don't want to admit. We don't want to ask for help. We don't want to ask for like less work. We don't want to ask for um, anything that might make us feel like we're a bad worker or a bad teammate or be seen as less than. So that part is the hidden part usually. So that's what I want you to start looking for. Whenever you're feeling resentment, you have a thought like, what is that hidden thing that is implied in that thought that maybe you don't want to say out loud, right? Or maybe you don't want to ask for. Maybe you don't want to be judged by asking for, right? And so I would totally see it at home as well. And I think that that's a huge thing that OBGYNs do is we, we are like the worker bees, right? Like we, we work our asses off and like we're very good at that and we're rock stars. We're badasses. We do things that, you know, maybe even other specialties can't imagine, right? And so, um, you know, so then whenever we compare ourselves with people that either are at home, like our family, or maybe even just other specialties, right? Like we start comparing ourselves to like another specialty, like, I don't know, someone we think is really cush, right? So in my brain, you know, back then I'd probably be like, yeah, this damn dermatologist, right? Like, but like, they don't have it any easier, y'all. Like, I, I want you to know that like, it's kind of like the same thing. Me comparing myself to this, to my partner, who's like this amazing, like wholehearted guy who just like loved everybody and had nothing but nice things to say to anybody. And I'm over here like quietly resenting him every day, you know, like not every day, but you know, um, because I wanted what he had. Okay. So we can, you know, we can do the same thing towards other specialties or towards our loved ones, right? Like we love our family, but we still have these thoughts of like, like, er, it shouldn't be like this. Um, and I think that it's that it starts off always with comparison. Okay. So really be on the lookout for that. Like if you find yourself comparing someone else, comparing yourself to someone else, and then feeling something that feels kind of angry or frustrated or unfair or even a little sad, okay? It feels a little sad for me with resentment. Like it has a touch of like, ang- it's like angry, but like sad unfairness is what resentment is for for me. Like that's how it feels in my body. So I want you to start noticing, okay? So where do you find yourself feeling that way the most? At work? At home? Are you comparing yourself on social media and feeling it there? Like, are you seeing the moms at the Valentine's Day party and you're not there and you just like are like, Ugh, it must be nice to not, not have to work a day job. You know, like, are you like having those thoughts? Okay. Are you comparing yourself? That's where we compare. Okay. So notice where your brain likes to compare yourself to others. And that's where you might start noticing this resentment come up. Okay. And then after you start noticing where this comes up, I want you to like start to notice how this feeling actually feels in your body. What does it feel like? 
okay? And I think this is super important, y'all, because I didn't understand. I just thought I was just angry at my partner or I didn't, I didn't like my partner all of a sudden, right? Like that was, and like I, like looking back, it was just resentment, but I had like this like angry unfairness and kind of sad, like it was just resentment. Okay. And now I know that. And I've spent a lot of time knowing because I know what anger feels like. I know what, um, you know, feeling sad feels like. I know what um, that kind of unfairness or that like kind of being the victim feels like inside my body. I know what all of those things feel like for me. And I've, I've done that by like practicing feeling them on purpose. Okay. And you can do that by like, having a thought that you know makes you angry or having a thought that you know makes you sad. And I know that doesn't sound pleasant, but like thinking that thought and then just like noticing like, where is that at in my chest, in my belly, in my, you know, throat? Is it hot? Is it cold? Does it like throb? Does it move? Is it hard or soft? You know, how does it change if I breathe? You know, really starting to notice and get in touch with how these emotions feel in your body is not only a huge game changer for burnout because it activates the the prefrontal cortex whenever you start, you know, feeling and assessing um, the parts of your body, but it also regulates your nervous system, okay? So it, it gets you out of that primitive brain in a couple ways, okay? And so it's super important, but also it's super important for us to get into touch with that because we are so good at stuffing those feelings down so much so that we may not even know what we're feeling at any time. Okay. Um, and so I think, you know, just practicing this is a good opportunity to practice. Then I want you to start noticing like what thoughts create resentment for you. Okay. Notice, notice where you're comparing yourself. We talked about that, right? So whenever you notice your brain, start telling you that story that like, everyone else is, is off doing something else while you're here working. Or if, you know, like they're doing it wrong and you're doing it right and it's not fair, you know, or whatever, like everyone else is just sitting on their ass while I work. (laughs) That's resentment. (laughs) And I want you to pause and remind yourself, like maybe the reason you feel resentment is because maybe you really want to sit on your ass too. And that's okay. Okay. I want you to start getting in the habit of like, okay, I'm feeling resentment why do I feel that? Okay. I'm thinking that it's because, you know, everyone here is, is sitting on their ass while I work. Okay. Maybe I want what they have. Maybe I want to sit on my ass too. And then allowing that to be okay. Allowing that want or that need to be acceptable or valid. Okay. Accepting that that is something that you wish you could have too. Okay. That acceptance is what starts the process of allowing ourselves to ask for what we want or ask for what we need or even provide ourselves for our needs and wants. You know, so many times we deny ourselves even like a trip to the bathroom during the day, right? We've talked about that. So how do we start making it okay that we need to sit on our ass for a minute? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) because it's okay to do that. So, you know, I want you to, I want you to, to think about that. Okay. And then as you start to notice this and start to say, yeah, maybe I want to sit on my ass too. And that's okay. (laughs) You don't have to sit on your ass if you really don't want to in that moment, but 
allowing yourself to like just accept that part of you wants to or part of you needs that is what is going to really create a compassionate relationship with yourself. Okay. So, you know, we struggle as OBGYNs, we struggle to set boundaries for ourselves. We struggle to accept our humanness, accept that we need rest or that we have needs, right? We, we agree to things sometimes that we really don't want to do to keep others happy. That creates resentment too. Okay. Um, we try to be superheroes that creates resentment. We try to juggle it all. We overwork, right? All of this is like this, all of this kind of combines into basically setting ourselves up to overwork where we're just like a heap of resentment and burnout. Okay. So I think it's super important that we start addressing this. So when you notice any of this, I want you to ask yourself, what is it that the other person has or that they have that I wish I had right now? Right? What is it? What's the difference? Why am I mad? What do they have that I'm mad about? Right? Because it's not that they're not working. It's that they're resting and you're not. Okay? So is it time off? Time with family? More rest? What is it? Okay? What do I need but I am too afraid to ask for? Right? How often are we are we resentful whenever we work and we don't get much of much time for lunch or we have to skip a meal? Right? Are you are you wanting a lunch break? <laughs> what do you need but you're too afraid to ask for or you don't want to admit you want or need? Okay? It might you might feel someone might judge you as less than if you admit that. Okay? So what do you need but you're too afraid to ask for? What boundaries would help you get more of that? Okay, what are, are there boundaries at work, boundaries at home? Are there things that you could ask for if you communicated what you want or what you need, right? Have you, you know, tried to get those things for yourself? Could I ask for more of what they have? Or can I make plans to get what they have myself, right? Or are you agreeing to things that you don't actually want to do are you people pleasing okay that goes back to the boundaries if you're not if you're not holding up boundaries if you're agreeing to everything to keep other people happy well guess what you want to be happy too so you resent their happiness (laughs) because you don't have it whenever you agree to something you don't want to do that doesn't make you happy you don't want to do it but you do it to try and keep them happy then they have happiness and you don't (laughs) hence resentment okay So that is a long-winded way to say that we we really need to take this this definition that Brene Brown gives us about resentment is a hidden envy related to a perceived unfairness. And we often experience it when we fail to set boundaries or ask for what we need. Okay? I want you to remember that. And I want you to start noticing where you're comparing and ask you ask yourself all these questions, okay? Um, because it doesn't have to be like this. It does not. You can you can be out of that place, like laughing and chuckling at yourself about how much you resented your partner, who's an awesome, amazing human, and like not even like thinking twice about it now. Like that's that's where I'm at. I'm just like aghast that I was in that mindset. So you could be like this too, okay? Like just just start small. Start slow. That's where all of us have started, okay? And so you can do it too. If you need more help, 
definitely go check out my website. I'll put the links in the show notes or send me an email or get on the list and you can join me in the next Happy Gynecologist group and we'll work on it too. So, all right, y'all, I will see you next week. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can always get more free help from me by going to my website, www.coach-miles.com and clicking on free resources. If this work has helped you and you're interested in learning more about getting out of burnout and up-leveling your life as an OBGYN, definitely check out my six-month coaching program, the Happy Gynecologist Group. You can always get more information on my website, coach-miles.com.